Tashi Deleg and welcome to Tibet this week where we bring you weekly news on Tibet, His Holiness the Dalai Lama and Central Tibetan Administration. Here are the top headlines from this week. His Holiness the Dalai Lama inaugurates first international Sangha forum. His Holiness the Dalai Lama congratulates Poland's Prime Minister Donald Tusk. European Parliament report on EU-China relations condemns promulgation of Order No. 19. UK Parliament debates persecution of Buddhists in Tibet. Deputy Speaker leads delegation of Standing Committee concludes advocacy initiative in Delhi. Unified Vietnamese Buddhist congregation condemns Chinese interference in succession of His Holiness the 14th Dalai Lama. Representative Kama Singhe makes courtesy call on Ambassador of Czech Republic to Australia. Regional convener of Tibet support groups in India convenes International Buddhist Seminar in Gujarat. On Wednesday this week, His Holiness the Dalai Lama graced the inaugural ceremony of First International Sangha Forum, Bridging Traditions, Embracing Modernity, a dialogue on the Buddha's teaching in today's world, held at the International Convention Center Bodh Gaya Maya Sarovar in Bodh Gaya, Bihar. The primary focus of the conference is to augment ongoing dialogue and collaboration among practitioners of the Pali, Sanskrit and Tibetan Buddhist traditions. Four, three... Two, see today in the world is that there has been so much materialistic um, kind of a development in around the world and people seem to be fed up with this kind of a lifestyle and therefore at such a time what we can do is use the Dharma the teaching that we have uh, the tradition of the Buddha Dharma that we have to serve um, the world at large and if all of us could cultivate this uh, altruistic attitude or intention of bodhicitta within ourselves um, in terms of um, helping and serving the world uh, at large, then what we can actually experience is a good physical health as a result of our practice of bodhicitta and uh, you feel joyful at heart and uh, then uh, not only in this life you'll have this kind of these benefits but also throughout your lifetimes, life after life, you'll be able to continue with this practice of bodhicitta. The forum saw the attendance of Sangha Rajas, abbots and heads of Buddhist institutions and more than 2,000 Sangha members and invited guests from 33 countries including Thailand, Myanmar, Bangladesh, Cambodia, Laos, Sri Lanka, Tibetan, Bhutan, Nepal, Vietnam, Taiwan, Japan, Korea, Russia and Mongolia. Tomorrow on 23rd December, His Holiness will participate in a World Peace Prayer Session with delegates who have taken part in the three-day International Sangha Forum 2023 and members of the public at the Mahabodhi Stupa in Bodhgaya. 
His Holiness arrived in Bodhgaya, a village in the northeast Indian state of Bihar, on 15 December with a warm welcome from thousands of devotees and well-wishers around the world. In the morning of 16 December, His Holiness the Dalai Lama made a pilgrimage to the World Heritage Mahabodhi Mahavira Temple, revered as the seat of Lord Buddha's enlightenment, to offer prayers to the Buddha statue inside the temple. His Holiness paid his respects before the renowned statue of the Buddha, where monks of Namge Monastery then joined him in reciting a praise of the Buddha. <laughs> I feel great honor pray in front of this special Buddha statue and this very sacred place. So now, so on our planet, including weather condition, things are getting difficult. So, uh, we are fortunate. Pray to Buddha. All difficult things uh, can overcome. I pray Buddha and because this is a special place, so any our prayer is more effective because of the uh, sacred place. Thank you. His Holiness the Dalai Lama has written to Donald Tusk to congratulate him on his election once more as Prime Minister of Poland. His Holiness offered his prayers and good wishes and wished the Prime Minister Tusk every success in meeting the challenges that lie ahead in fulfilling the needs and aspirations of the people of Poland. In a new report on EU-China relations, the European Parliament strongly condemned the Chinese assimilationist policies in Tibet that violate the educational, religious, cultural and linguistic rights of the Tibetan people and threaten Tibetan culture and identity. The report calls for an immediate abolition of the compulsory boarding schools and preschools in the Tibet and calls for sanction against Chinese officials responsible for designing and implementing the system. The report further condemned the promulgation of administrative measures for religious activity venues, also known as the Order No. 19, which aims to further curtail religious freedom in Tibet and elsewhere in China. Welcoming the report, Representative Rinzi Churengenka of the Office of Tibet Brussels expressed her gratitude to the European Parliament for addressing the most pressing issues faced by the Tibetans. The current report on EU-China relations was adopted by the Foreign Affairs Committee of the European Parliament on Thursday, 16th November, and voted by the whole Parliament on 13 December 2023 with a large majority. Members of the European Parliament Hildi Watsmans of Review Group initiated the report. 
A parliamentary debate on the persecution of Buddhists in Tibet was secured by the Honorable Member of Parliament, Jim Shannon, who is the chair of the All-Party Parliamentary Group for Freedom of Religion and Belief, Shadow Democratic Unionist Party, spokesperson for human rights and a member of the All-Party Parliamentary Group for Tibet. His initiative was supported by four other parliamentarians, Fiona Bruce, Jacob Rees-Mock, Carrie McCarthy, and Catherine West, who spoke during the session on 14 December. As part of his opening presentation on the grave situation of freedom of religion in Tibet, MP Jim Shannon reaffirmed his commitment to be a voice of the Tibetan people in the United Kingdom. MP Fiona Bruce, who was until recently the chair of the International Religious Freedom or Belief Alliance, shared that this international body, which has 42 member countries, has selected the 11th pension lama, Gendi Choyginima, as his prisoner of conscience for the month of December to champion. The Standing Committee of the Tibetan Parliament in Exile, led by Deputy Speaker Thomas Rintekang and comprising MPs Geshe Larampa, Gowolop Sampende and successfully concluded their five-day advocacy initiative on 16 December in Delhi. On the final day in Delhi, the delegates conducted meetings with Shri Farooq Abdullah, MP of Lok Sabha, members of Standing Committee on Railways, member of Standing Committee on Social Justice and Empowerment, member of Consultative Committee, Minister of Culture and Tourism, and member of Standing Committee on External Affairs, member of Consultative Committee, Ministry of Information and Broadcasting. Following these meetings, Deputy Speaker Thomas Rintekang led the delegation in a talk on Tibet organized by Bharat Tibet Sayog Manch and a meeting with Sri Indresh Kumar, a senior leader of Rashtra Soyam Sevak Sangh and chief patron of Bharat Tibet Sayok Manch, a pan-Indian Tibet support group. As part of their persistent advocacy efforts in Delhi, a delegation visited the Delhi Vidhan Sabha where they were received at the ongoing parliament session. The delegation highlighted China's pursuit of hydrohegemony through dam construction in Tibet with Sri Parpat Pai Sabai Pai Patel, chairman of the Committee on Water Resources and member of Lok Sabha. Over the past five days of advocacy, the Tibetan Parliament in Exiles Committee reached out to over 20 MPs from across political parties and houses, as well as over 20 MLAs and other key dignitaries. On Monday this week, Kalu Nozidoma of the Department of Information and International Relations of Central Tibetan Administration concluded her official visit to the three European cities of Paris, Brussels and Prague. On December 14, Kalu had an hour-long breakfast meeting with the members of the All Tibet Group at the French Senate, attended by All Tibet Group's President Senator Jacqueline Astache Bruneau and Senator Annick Bilon, Senator Marie Massia, Senator Samantha Casborn, and Secretary Thierry Muner. Kalu met with Mr. John Luc Romero, Deputy Mayor of Paris, Ambassador Francois Wu of Taiwan, French journalist and author Mr. Pierre Anton Donnet. The meeting saw discussion on Tibet cause and support for the Tibetan community in France. On Wednesday this week, coinciding with the historical International Sangha Forum in Bodh Gaya from 20 to 23rd December, Most Venerable Thich Tan Thich, President and Thich New Din, second president of the unified Vietnamese Buddhist congregation in Europe, issued a statement strongly condemning Chinese interference in the succession of His Holiness the 14th Dalai Lama. The statement further calls on the PRC to stop interfering in Tibetan Buddhist affairs and respect the rights of the Tibetans to freedom of religion or belief.
Similarly, they urged the international community not to recognize the reincarnation of His Holiness the Dalai Lama appointed by the PRC. The Unified Vietnamese Buddhist Congregation in Europe is a network of over 50 pagodas in Europe. Representative Kama Singhe from the Office of Tibet in Canberra paid a courtesy call on the new ambassador of Czech Republic of, to Australia, Her Excellency Jana Tyre, at her office on Tuesday this week. During the meeting, Representative Kama Singhe congratulated Honorable Jana Tyre on her assumption as the new ambassador of the Czech Republic to Australia and briefed the ambassador on the deteriorating situation inside Tibet. Gujarat Sahitya Academy and Dr. Amit Jodhikar Foundation jointly organized first international Buddhist literature and cultural seminar and a book release on the third death anniversary of Dr. P.G. Jodhikar to commemorate the noted Dalit historian and a staunch supporter of Tibet Freedom Movement on 15th December. The late Dr. P.G. Jodhikar was a Dalit historian, a scholar of Ambedkarites movements in Gujarat. He is the founder of the Support for Tibet and Tibetan Freedom Movement in Gujarat and the National Vice President of the India-Tibet Friendship Society. That is all the news for this week's edition of Tibet This Week. Thank you for watching Tibet TV.